Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590. The fan, a reminder, we're streaming live on Sportsnet's YouTube channel and airing live on Sportsnet 360 Monday to Friday between 2 and 3 p.m. That's where you can see me attempt to squeeze my ridiculously large head into a regular size hat. And uh, I'm your host, Wim Lou, and I'm joined by producer and co-host Alex Wong. Welcome back to the studio. Welcome back to work. How you doing, man? Yeah, so nice to be back. Let's uh, let's create some content. Let's let's make a classic today, Big Will. Uh, is your is the straps on your on your hat like on? Because I, I I've only seen you wear a hat like three times in your life. Uh, you know, we all make poor okay. decisions, and uh, I guess this is one of those for you. Okay, so first off, the the hat is fire. Okay, you gotta appreciate this. I know you got the same one as well. The Hongxing Clothing House. Obviously, we were invited to a special dinner at Hongxing um, last week. So we got these hats as well. As you can see, it is a snapback. Um, <clears throat> so it's only the minimum two because you can't really snap back with just one. Like right. the structural integrity of the hat is going to be lost. Yeah, I've never gone that far. So, so I don't I, I've only yeah. got the minimum of two okay. on the hat securing the placement. Amazing. Yeah. The hat. And yet it does not fully fit on my head. Yeah. But I'm just going to like gently perch it on top. Yeah. No, it looks good. It looks like an Easter egg. Um <laughs> No, for those listening audio only, you know, we're desperate. Will's, this is, this Will's also wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Hawaiian themed shirt. It's summertime. Yeah. You are going on vacation in a few weeks. Yeah. But yeah. no, right after this, I'm going to my house where I, apparently I've forgotten some technical equipment. Um, so, right, 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 right. Yeah. In any case, this is not interesting. What we're here to talk about is the Toronto Raptors. Oh, right. There is still not that much content out there. Um, so. Because of that, as we do on every Friday, we are going to take Twitter questions. But before we get there, you haven't been here in a while, so we have a lot of, like, life banter to catch up on. Oh, do we? Okay. Including, so we actually saw each other outside of work for for once. Yes. On Tuesday. Yes. Where, I mean, can you explain? Are you going to, can you yeah, say so, what so, you were there for? Yeah, no, I was, just, I was just doing a story on a pickup basketball game that takes place downtown that's been going back since 1998 at the Harborfront Community Center. So I was going there just to meet some people, you know, get some contacts, do some interviews for my story. And you were playing soccer downtown, so you decided to swing by as well. And, you know, you brought basketball shoes. I wasn't expecting to play. Like, I showed up in slides. But you, you know, you laced up your sneakers, and then, you know, the, the love of the game was just coursing through my veins. Mm -hmm, yeah. And I didn't bring any shoes, but you were playing soccer before, so you had soccer cleats. Yeah. So I laced up the soccer cleats, and, uh, you know, we played uh, about an hour and a half of pickup ball. Yeah. And as you detailed yesterday to Savannah Hamilton, mm -hmm. you know, you caught me on a, you know, Iverson cut, you know, a little back <laughs> cut and a very impressive layup as well. So that, that, was, uh, that was really, you know, uh, impressive. So, yeah. you know. You got well, one like, on me. And I didn't realize that was the first time that I guess we played basketball, like together yeah, against each other. That's right. That's right. Because we're, yeah. we're, we're only work friends. But yeah. Um, no, it, it was cool because the two of I mean, like, I kind of planned to come to the game and play, mm -hmm. but I kind of wanted to see what the competition was. Once I pulled up and realized everybody there was like 40, I was right. like, okay, I could play. Sure. Like, I you, don't, you, then, don't want, you don't want to pull up to a game where you're just out of your element, is what yes, you're saying, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm with you. I was like, okay, you know what? I, I did the Vince Carter, you know, Vince Carter meme. Yeah, I got one more in me. Right. Yeah, that was right. me. I was like, I got one more because uh, I, I had yeah. already played the whole. At no point of, during of that time was I thinking of Vince Carter when I was looking at you. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone there was Vince Carter's age or older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, except for a few people. Um, so I got on the court to play, and then yeah, I mean, you deciding to go and play in soccer cleats. I think that's probably the reason why some of your game wasn't going because I could tell you you had. A no, little bit of no, game. no excuses. Nah, listen, the, no the scouting report on Alex, he likes to go left. Yeah, because I'm a lefty. <laughs> I, how, what? 
Are you? Yeah. <laughs> How do we not know what these uh, things I don't know are? Anything about We've you, gone man. out to eat. Have you never seen me pick up chopsticks with my left hand? Well, I'm not watching your left hand. Oh, okay. Like that. But anyway, so okay. yeah, you like to go left. You yes. made a few drives into the paint. Yeah, and the I guy who invited finish. us, Trevor. Yeah, shout out to Trevor, co-owner of Superfresh. He 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 schooled both of us. He did, unfortunately. Yeah. Even though I think Trevor is at least forty. And there was a photographer there for the story, so he captured. So you're gonna Trevor? Yeah. Dotting me in the eye like multiple times. You're gonna be in the paper for the wrong reason. Oh you? come on! Yeah, they don't need to get into that. But yeah, it was fun. Both of us put up uh, Tony Snell. That's not true, man. Uh, come on. I, I got two buckets. I think you you scored one. Yeah, I think I scored. You scored one a game winner because you were like cherry picking on the run. I was you didn't not get back cherry picking, man. What happened? I don't know. I was just standing at midcourt because oh. I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, but it made me realize. I, I know pickup ball is not NBA pro level basketball, or even <laughs> it's, it's not man. even CBL. Shouts to Jalen Harris. I watch a little CBL and Jermaine Cole, but. You know, it only takes, you only need one really good player and uh, you have a winning team. Yeah. I think no, that does translate you, across you, every single level. You did have the best player in the gym. No one cares this much about it except the two of us. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So let's do 60 seconds of Toronto Raptors news. You know, Nick Nurse was on several different shows this week, mm -hmm. uh, including Colin Coward. And he talked about the LA Lakers rumors again, basically refuting them, saying that he loves working in Toronto, yep. that this is the place that he wants to be. Pascal Siakam, you talked about this earlier this week with Vivek and others, was named to the All-NBA third team. He did a press conference with reporters mm -hmm. earlier today. We're officially uh, rationing the content. So look out for a yeah. full breakdown of that 22-minute interview. <laughs> yeah. Next Lots Monday. of cliches. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that. And that's it. That's it for Raptors news. Congrats to the Golden State Warriors making their sixth finals in eight years. So, by the way, yes. so on that topic, when you watched that game yesterday where yes. the Warriors pretty much led from start to finish in game five. The the Mavs made it close, mm -hmm. cut it to eight, I think. And then, you know, the Warriors closed it out. Mm -hmm. When you saw the emotions of that, mm -hmm. did it get to you where you're like, were you happy for the Warriors? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this because when the Warriors first started their run, they were this like upstart team, kind of changing the way people were playing the game. Because you remember Charles Barkley and all these media analysts were saying, you cannot win a championship being a jump shooting team. Because yeah. that's what they were classified as. Yeah thanks to how great Steph and Clay were. And they were this upstart team and everybody was rooting for them. Then they win the championship. They get their 73 wins. And I think people started turning on the Warriors a little bit because this is just what happens when you're a successful team. Mm -hmm. People get tired of watching you. And then they were humbled a little bit when LeBron came back from that 3-1 deficit in 2016. And then they went ahead and added Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. which yep. I, I think just ramped up the whole villain narrative to another level, right? Like it was like Warriors ruined the league, Warriors ruined the league. They have this incredible run. They make three straight finals, win two championships, you know, unfortunately lost one to the... Toronto Raptors uh, and um, yep. and now and now KD you know goes goes to Brooklyn mm -hmm. the the Warriors have to go through a couple years of losing and rebuilding injuries Clay is hurt Steph was hurt and for them to come back like they've kind of come full circle now yeah. like now it's a now again it's like I think now we're in the period where we appreciate them like you you yeah, have to appreciate you have to, you, you have to appreciate this eight-year run and like we were having like ball conversations like off air. Mm. And like the thing I was saying is like, listen, you, LeBron James is the best player of this generation. But for me, like Steph Curry is like way more influential. And like this Warriors team to me is influential. Yeah, in you, that. you mean in terms of like changing the way they were? Yes, the affecting play. the game, like, like yeah, affecting the game. I get you. I hear you on you that. You don't have to agree with it. But I, like, I still think LeBron is extreme. I think he innovated the game in a different way as well. Okay. Um, 
you know, that being that... By uh, being a player slash GM slash coach? Partially, yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. I think so. Player empowerment? I think he revolutionized a lot of the, like, the, the business aspect of the game <laughs> yeah, itself. He, he revolutionized, uh, you know, trading half of the roster midseason every time he goes to a new team. I mean, listen, man. No, shout out to LeBron. I'm not trying to take away from anything LeBron's done. And I think there's a lot of conversation yeah, today is, about... It's not about LeBron. No, no. It, it's always about LeBron and Kawhi on this show. Uh, but, mm. like... People are comparing today like, oh, you know, it's so good that the Warriors have made six uh, six finals in eight years. But don't forget, you know, LeBron made eight in a row. LeBron's been to 10 finals. Yeah. And you know what? There is going to be a greater appreciation for that, I think, as you go on. Because you look at players like Giannis. You look at these players like Giannis won a championship last year, couldn't get back this year. Like what LeBron was able to do mm-hmm. yeah. during that stretch is honestly like I think we'll appreciate it more like over time. Yeah. I mean... I agree. I agree. I think if you're LeBron, you got to be real pressed that the one time you don't make the conference finals is <laughs> the time the they, they hand out the <laughs> award. Like, you know how many times? So it's the Larry Bird one for the East, right? Right. You know how many Larry Bird? <laughs> oh, he would have won like eight in a row. He would have got. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. So, um, I mean, with the Warriors, too, it's like I think it's really unique to see a team sport where over the course of 10 years, Essentially now, because it was like not just before the eight years ago in 2015 when they first made um, the finals and won the finals, but they were even a, a team before that, right? Like Steph, Draymond, Clay have played together for 10 years now. And just how rare do you see that? You know, like I think it takes a lot of things. It takes a lot of humility for the players to essentially say, we're cool with not being the guy. You know what? Steph's the guy. A, a guy as good as Clay could have chosen to go to his own team. Done all that stuff. He didn't do all that. He always re-signed with the Warriors. There was not even a flirtation with other teams. Draymond essentially saying, I'm cool with not even being anything else other than just being a really, really great supporting player, right? And just keeping that core together um, is so unique. I don't I don't even remember another team that was able to do that other than the Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs That's is the it. only example. And the yeah. Spurs, I think, are similar to the Warriors, too, in that, like, from the beginning to the end, they had their core players. Yeah. But all the players around them, like, there was significant turnover, Yeah, you right? could change it. But this, is, this feels almost like that 2014 Spurs team where it was like, okay, so they reloaded with younger pieces around them, right? So you, you got a Boris Diaw type to come in. You know, he was, I guess, more of a vet at that time. Kawhi, obviously. Danny. Um, even Patty Mills, who they were able to recycle. I mean, once upon a time, I think he was with the Trailblazers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see that team come together and, and win with teamwork around a, a structure of, like, solid star players, but also, like, star players who were never considered the best in the game. Maybe at some point Tim Duncan was considered the best in the game, probably, but I don't, I don't even know, like, clear-cut, like... I mean, I think Tim Duncan's pretty underrated, man. Was Tim ever the best player in the league over Shaq? Oh, yeah, I would say okay. yes. All right. I would say yes, because right. there was a period of time when the Spurs were a better team. Yeah, okay, than, fair enough. Than the Lakers. Well, in, in any case, though, like it, it does remind you of that that mm-hmm. core and that team. And those teams are always very memorable to me. And um, yeah, salute to the Warriors. They they play really well. It's very emotional seeing Clay deliver in that moment. Literally the last time we saw Clay was twenty nineteen. And yeah. he was like, remember oh man. Honestly, just watching uh, Clay in a game where you need to close out the Warriors. Oh, it's a he's just running down the floor with the ball. He would just pull up for and three. And just pull up from like 30. And you have like Fred Van Vliet trying his very best to put his 6-1 oh, wingspan man. up there. It was not doing anything against Clay, man. So he was having one of those uh, game six Clay games before, obviously, he, he sustained the injuries. So, and of course, he walked out for the free throws as well, he which did, was yeah. such a cool moment. But um, yeah, I'm happy for the Warriors. And uh, salute to that team. You know, yeah. It'd be great if the Raptors can 
I think there's some there's some real value in like building chemistry. And as much as sure. we talk about like we need star players, we need blah blah blah. blah. Like, how come people don't talk about we need to build the level of chemistry that the Warriors have? Yeah, because that's something sustainable and portable, and you can do yeah. it over and over and over. Again. I think it gets overshadowed just because like Steph is such a unique player. Okay, and people kind of look at that, but I- I'm with you. I think the continuity is important, and if you want to look at how the Raptors can replicate that, I feel like in some ways they are already. If not with the roster, then at least with the front office, right? Mm-hmm. With the front office, and hopefully Nick Nurse is here for the long term. It seems like he is committed here to have this partnership with Masai and Bobby. Yep. And it's the same thing with the Warriors, right? Like Bob Myers and Steve Kerr, like they have the trust of ownership to to be able to go through these different phases. Because a lot of teams don't rebound, even if you have a Stephen Clay and Draymond, from losing someone like Kevin Durant. Yeah, and they were able to flip Kevin Durant into D'Angelo Russell, which yeah. was flipped into uh, Andrew Wiggins. And you look at the impact that Wiggins is having now, mm-hmm. and you look at the draft picks. Like, you know, I was comparing them to like the 04 Pistons in that, you know, it's a sure. team yeah, with a lot another, of championship uh, DNA. Yeah, that's a good but example. I, I think the comparison now is like, I look at it, like, I guess James Wiseman is their Darko Milicic because they got a number mm-hmm. two pick while they were like in this winning program and like he's not contributing at all and it's remarkable like in, imagine if they had imagine if they had lamello ball yeah they would be revolutionizing the game right now yeah draymond would be averaging like 0 15 and 15. <laughs> <laughs> you know he might average the first double double with no points <laughs> yeah. man that's, like, that's incredible yeah you're right damn but yeah shouts to the warriors and you know the celtics are playing tonight with a chance to make it to the finals you know best of luck best of luck to boston Woohoo! you know city of boston so happy for them. you know haven't yeah. had a lot of sports wow. success in the past couple decades mm-hmm. yeah you know no red Sox, patriots bruins you know what though you, you know what what no nothing I see, no I don't say anything vint- nice about boston i, I want to see a vintage kyle Lowry game six performance which though. vintage are you talking about zero points or 30 points because they're both points. vintage because remember kyle Lowry game six 2020 against yep the Celtics. Yep. Can I have that, please? I'm gonna go ahead and say no. I, th- yeah, I think no, it's the injury. Kyle, the in the injury. No, like, vintage Kyle performance will be ten points right now. I'm he's injured. Sure. He's old. Yeah. Like it's it's hard. Jimmy Butler's hurt. It's just really painful watching Miami try to play offense. <laughs> Let me. Okay, look, I brought this I up. I haven't watched you. a good basketball game in three weeks. By I, the way. I brought this up yesterday. I don't know if you if you were listening. I've listened all week. Okay, yeah. fun. Then how, how, how over under how many points is Kyler averaging in the series? Five points. <sighs> oh, his actual average right now. Yeah. No, no, sorry, in the playoffs, in the playoffs. In the playoffs, oh my over, God. Aver- over, over under five points. I'm going to say under. No, it's over, 5.6. Oh, yeah. He had 5.6 the- points per game. The only good game I remember him having was him really pushing the pace for the heat in he game He had three. 11 in that game. Yeah. And, well, and we know it's not just about the scoring, but damn, if your team can't score, it is about the scoring. Hey, by the way, whatever Bam Adebayo is doing in this series, I mean, outside of that career game in game, game three, I feel yeah. like Precious could do that. Anyway, we don't need to get into a war with heat no, culture. It's we, we toxic. Don't, don't. It, it right really now, we're toxic. currently aligned with them. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we uh, are doing Twitter questions. We're, we're also honestly look. So that's, I didn't even call out for more Twitter questions because last time we got 113, and obviously we we're able to answer like pretty much like 10, maybe. That's it. Yeah. So I went back the to the same too good. group of questions, and I, and I mm. came up with new ones. Um, you also asked for questions on Instagram. Honestly, people want to ask. Uh, questions on YouTube, go ahead as well. Salute to the YouTubers. Yeah. The Lutubers. Shout out to the No Lutubers. one's commenting on my head. I yeah. can't believe it. It's no. a, you know, it's a, it's the off season. So so as usual, we're gonna do two basketball questions mm-hmm. and then one non basketball question. Right. Such as tradition on the show. Yeah. Go so ahead, this man. is this is a tradition like no other. Shouts to the masters. So first question 
for you in the offseason? Would you like a center or shooting guard? Who fits the team better next year? And who do we have to give up to make it happen? Yeah, so, I mean, I think this is probably one of the central questions because unless you are going to trade, which I don't know if the Raptors will, will, will make a trade, quite honestly, or at least a significant one involving one of their starters, um, you have basically one shot to improve your roster with the mid-level exception. So you basically almost Very have exciting. to choose. Very exciting. Yeah, that's right. You know what? The, um, the mid-level exception is Let's like... do one um, hour on Kyle Anderson. You know you, when you got like five minutes to shop um, at for lunch at, at like when you're in grade school? I know $5 back in your day was like enough to buy a house. But like if... So $5, you yeah. go to the calf and your choices are like chili... Calf. I pack my patty, own lunch, man. Yeah. Chocolate I mean, milk in a bag. You know, in the, the bag, chocolate milk with the straw, you got to poke I through. never bought food from the calf, man. Really? I brought lunch. My parents packed all right, lunch. So Lunchables. A man like me. Right, yeah, so yeah. My, you, parents, my, my parents made... So I complained. Like okay. an ungrateful child. I was like, I don't want Chinese food. I want right. you to make me a, a sandwich. Classic, classic Asian story. My mom's yeah. like, what is a sandwich? Yeah. Made very, very poor sandwiches. No hey, offense hey, uh, to my mom. She, no, no she tried offense, her best. No offense to all the Asian parents out there. Asian parents do not know how to, know how to know. make sandwiches. She literally don't know what just, a sandwich just is. Just go okay. buy a Big Mac. So yeah. I would just go to school with this sandwich that was not good. Leave it in the bottom of my bag. Yeah. So you're ashamed of your parents' sandwich. Yes. And then That's I would... Tough. George, ahead, if you're listening, would, tell your parents. Go ahead. Yeah, he did the same thing. Yeah. I, I go ahead, and then I would just, like, hustle other kids for money. Whoa, okay. How yeah. would you hustle them for money, though? I basically just beg them for money. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me hold 50 cents or whatever. Oh. So, anyway, so after 20 minutes of hustling, you got, like, $2.50. Yeah. And you go to the school calf, and your options are pretty much universally bad. Maybe the best case scenario is you get one of those pizza squares. So, the calf food was never good? No. Okay. No. I, I tr- again, I, I don't went know. to public school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is experience of normal people. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it's good to know. Yeah. Anyway, that's what the mid-level exception is like. You're okay. not really getting something good, yeah. and you're you basically hustle for this money. You're getting a pizza square. So your choices are a center or a shooting guard. I think. To me, in thinking about the roster, I think I kind of like come back and forth. I I think ultimately a center would probably help you match up better in the playoffs. Sure. But I think a shooting guard will help you maintain your record in the regular season a little bit better. And the reason I'm saying that is because, one, they don't have a center type to sort of match up with. So um, that's why I think in the playoffs, you know, you're going to be exposed matchup-wise against certain centers. I think, though, in, in the case of a shooting guard, you have so little depth of shooting guards on the roster that if you lose Fred for, I don't know, 12 games, or if you lose Gary for, like, 12 games. You're going to really, really struggle in, the, in those minutes. And we saw that this year. When you're looking at the depth of the roster, it's not like there are young guys on the team. You're like, oh, don't worry. We'll just give those shooting guard minutes to who? Jalen Harris. No, he's not even on the team. Did you watch yesterday's CBL game? I mean, some of it. He shot like Let's go to Scarborough 30%. in a couple of weeks. I've been talking to the you know Scarborough what? Honestly, shooting stars. You know PL. Yeah, we should go. Let's go to Scarborough in it's a couple of weeks. It's at UT weeks. Scarborough. We can, you, we, you, you can drive us? Yeah, it's at UT Scarborough where I uh, went to school. So, wow. you know, old uh, stomping grounds. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, to the question, though, I, I'm, I, I would. So I think I probably go with shooting guard. I would go with shooting guard, shooting guard as well, but yeah. uh, with a couple disclaimers. I mean, the main disclaimer is like this person has to be able to shoot. Like, he, oh, not, yeah, not yeah. just you're, like playing the two. <laughs> you're tired of shooting guards who no, don't shoot? Yeah, yeah. So, like, no, like no, at, no more speed? No. At some point, like, you know, if, if we're getting a shooting guard, like, let's make sure he can actually shoot. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't want Matisse Tybal, is what I'm saying. What if you got like a CJ Miles type? Yeah. You happy with that? Yes, I I would be very happy with that. That's probably the best mid-level exception we've had in a very long time. Yeah, damn. I mean, this is no offense to CJ Miles. That's what I'm trying to say, though. It's like you go to the calf and you're like, you're not going to get a meal from the calf. You're going to get like, at best, a patty that you can. I need us a clear calf room so we can go shop at Alouette, you know? 
No, like, none of that. that that's not, not, that's not happening. No, shooting guard for me, and, and <laughs> I think the whole conversation, I, I know there's a bit of obsession about getting a center just mm-hmm. because of the construction of the roster. And the more I think about it, I'm just like, instead of looking at like how the Raptors have to combat other teams' strengths, mm. like they should just double down and lean in on building their own team so then they have enough strengths where like other teams have to adjust to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, I feel like there's fair, I feel yeah. like there's another way to look at it versus like That's what they want to do with the six nine thing anyway. I know, but like for me it's like keep pushing that. Like okay, you had yeah. a lot of success this year. It's mm-hmm. not like you won twenty eight games. Yeah. And it was a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Right? So for me, it's shooting guard. Next question, where do you believe realistically the Raptors will be in the standings next season? I guess the way this question is being asked is just like, so the Raptors finished fifth mm-hmm. in the East mm-hmm. this season. And I know you're talking to Joe Wolfon a little bit about this um, earlier this week. It's like how many teams, you know, maybe below the Raptors, if we look at it right now, do you think could potentially be better than the Raptors this year. So let's start with that, okay? Because yeah, I think yeah. I think the top four teams, Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can argue Hagel here and there about like Philly or any of these teams. Let's just assume they are, you know, in those top four spots. So let me give you these teams behind Toronto and you let you give me their outlook, okay? Yeah. Chicago, do you think they could be better than Toronto no, next season? I don't even know what they're going to do with Zach Levine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like Chicago kind of peaked this season. And by peaked, I mean they peaked in like the first half. Um, they have some young guys on yeah. the team, but no, 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 yeah. Anyway, whatever. Uh, I, I think yeah. Let's works. let's skip the Brooklyn Paper Tigers for now because I think that's interesting. <laughs> uh, Atlanta, I think Atlanta could conceivably. Uh, would I be shocked if Atlanta won like fifty games next season? It seems like they are primed to make a lot of changes this offseason. I, I, I agree. I need to. That's a TBD for me. Okay, TBD on the Atlanta Hawks, Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers. I feel like they we, were don't, we don't the respect Raptors the Raptors for most so. of the season. Yeah, but most of the season doesn't count. But man. I think from I think. Okay, so with a new team, when they come up and play, right, they catch mm-hmm. a lot of teams by surprise. And not just, like, by surprise, like, teams don't prepare for them. Like, teams don't actually have them figured out yet. Yeah. The second half of the season, I think they figured them out more. Obviously, that helps that they had tons of injuries. Um, their strength is clearly defense. They have a lot of length on that end. Yeah. But their issue is that they have one playmaker in Darius Garland, who was very, very good as a playmaker. But if you, like, aggressively blitz them all the time, I think teams are going to be able to get at them. Okay, so, so, yeah. so are you saying... TBD or no? Like, look, look. I, I, again, not to judge everything off one game, but a playing sure. game is very important. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, okay. seeing the other the two teams who beat them in the playing game essentially were just like, let's just blitz Darius Garland. Yeah, and then they couldn't really score. Like, if you can't score on Atlanta or if you can't score on Brooklyn, like that's a real issue. You got a real issue in your offense. So I mean, unless, unless they add a big time score to go next. So goal, you're betting no. You you would bet I mean, no that the that the Cavs would not be better than the Raptors next season. It'd be close though. They're okay. they're a good team. They're a really good team. Okay, Charlotte? No, man. Are you kidding? Okay, uh, New York Knicks? No. Washington Wizards? By the way, I love how Bradley Beal's, like, the report's always like, Bradley Beal's leaning towards signing another extension with the Wizards. Like, just stay there forever, bro. That's a toxic relationship. You know, you ever see those groups <laughs> where you're like, honestly, they shouldn't really be together, but then they both don't really know what they're going to do outside that relationship. Oh, so they just ultimately kind of stay and bicker right. and I'm never happy. Hmm. You know, they go to parties and they're they're upset at each other. People are awkward. Like, that's, what are you that's, guys? That's you, Bradley Beal. Yeah, that's, that's Bradley, Bradley Beal with the Wizards. Yeah. Indiana Pacers, another rebuilding yeah, year. Yeah, that's a rebuilding year for the good old Hoosiers. Uh, Detroit Pistons. Well, they'll go three and zero against the Raptors. Yes, but they definitely. Other, will. other teams will go on three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of these years, we're gonna lose a tiebreaker to the Pistons and end up in the play-in. <laughs> Can you imagine? <sighs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Orlando Magic. You know the rebuilding continues. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decade-long rebuild. Nah, they're tanking for uh, Victor Wembanyama already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess really the only team is Brooklyn. 
The only team nah. I would say is, and you're not even sure about that. Yeah, reports this week. Sure reports that. this week. Kevin they, Durant they just don't isn't seem talking built to the for front regular office. season success because one, Kyrie is going to miss half the games. I mean, he's got to stop that. Their defense is not good. If you, if you don't yeah. have a good defense, you're going to have a hard time like guaranteeing yourself in the playoff spot. I'm shocked they're not changing coaches too. I mean, there's no disrespect to Steve Nash. Well, they changed coaches already, man. It'll be KD will coach the team next year. <laughs> this is a Kyrie year this year, man. You know, if Boston and Golden State make the finals, and it's looking that way right now, mm-hmm. how does, you know, they got to get KD and Kyrie to, like, commentate game one because those are their two oh, former yeah. teams right there. Actually, I would love that. Let's do that. Let's have, you know, because the NFL does that, right? With, like... Right, the Mannings. Like, yeah. Uh, Payne and Eli. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at me like, please don't ask me another football-related question. Yeah, I know, I know who that is. <laughs> Who's your favorite quarterback growing up? Uh, honestly, probably watching Peyton Manning. I actually really like watching the Colts. Oh, interesting, yeah, interesting. Right. Very, uh, you know, methodical. So, yeah, I think to answer the question, um, I think the Raptors will be within this range, like four to six type range. I think the I, goal... I think they have the chance to go to the yeah? top four, man. I'm serious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, right. The Raptors are like Arsenal. Like, I, I don't know if they'll make top four, but they had the talent to make top four. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they missed out on yeah, champ. You, you know all about. You know all about that. They, they oh, miss, our they producer says Arsenal does not play hard where the Raptors do. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're they right. miss I guess out on more like Tottenham. They miss out on Champions or Tottenham with one trophy. Actually, that's that's. Oh not yeah, Shouse's son didn't he win? A, what did he win? The Golden Boot? Is that yeah, what he shared it. it with... Yeah, you West, know I've been not West Ham. Get out of here. I've been looking for Declan Rice. I've been looking for what? I've been looking for a Premier League team. You know, West Ham. West yeah, Ham like, makes which, me hungry. So which, I like which that. Which rice dish is that? What? Um. Okay. Non non basketball question. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Uh, what are your early predictions for anime filler arcs next season on the Raptor show with Will Lou? So, yeah, context so to this a, question a is whole new se- like a whole new yes. slate of them. Yeah. So, running jokes this season. I mean, what were the running jokes? I mean, the main one was getting ramen with Utah. Yeah, that one went nowhere. Uh, congrats to the Utah, by the way. Got yes. engaged. Yes, uh, Takashi. Uh, you know, shouts to Takashi. Actually, yep. DM me the news before he announced it publicly. Oh, wow! Look at you. And, Sources. Um, yeah, he told me that Utah uh, was enga- got just got engaged recently to former yeah. TV anchor in Japan, Akiko Kuchi. Kuchi. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing it right. Apologies. Sure. And yeah, uh, you're Utah, Asian. It's all good. Utah man. actually made a you know a public announcement on Instagram as well. As you so, will. Congratulations. Uh, the, Utah. the chances of getting ramen uh, continues to decrease. Because he's uh Listen. he's taken and he's busy now, yeah. So. I mean, yeah, okay. That's <laughs> fine, man. Anyways, we're, we're not talking about this. We're I'm talking about anime filler arcs. I'm trying to think of other filler arcs we did this season. I mean, me not showing up. I mean, it's, that's I mean, going to continue. That's actually reality. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else we did. I mean, we, we you know we have a bit running with producer Derek. Uh, yeah. For people you know who came to the live event or have come into the studio, people know Derek. Mm-hmm. Brandeo has been, you know, you know, the rock and foundation of, you know, Sportsnet 590, the fan. But we keep joking every time he takes a day off that he's a 20-year-old intern. Yeah. You know, getting his credits. We just make up inside jokes for ourselves. Mostly. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, um, what, what else? Like, Secret Santa was a filler arc that we ran until that April. was like... You wanted a Nick Nurse hat for a long time. Yeah, I wanted then, yeah, then Nick I Nurse just hat. You a Nick Nurse and hat. then I got a Nick Nurse hat, but then he lost to the Pistons, so I never like wore it on air. Yeah, then I wore it on air and I, I I put DC over the end. Yeah, is that is that why Nick never came on the show? Honestly, uh, that'd be a good reason. Oh so that's okay. Yeah, we gotta find new storylines. All right, here's my new storyline proposal. Okay. You, but season. that has to be organic though, you know what I mean? You can't it, it is organic. Oh, okay. We're going to get Bobby Webster out to a karaoke or oh. some sort of specifically Asian event. Okay. But he has to be like filmed and recorded too, though. Like I'll, people need to hear him sing. Okay. Yeah. Fine. 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 Okay. We will get Bobby Webster in some sort of okay. 
Asian. Okay, okay, new story. Okay, new story. Yeah. Karaoke with Bobby. Okay, let's, so just, let's go with that. It's more step, simple. Karaoke step one is like you have a good relationship with Bobby. Step one was already done. I already already invited him out. No, no, no. But and, step and, one, an interview I did. No, but step one, you have to get his number. Again, you have to get this he's, person's he's got number. Two, he's got two phones, man. I might, I might yeah. get the professional number. I know, but just, you know, because this is how the Utah Watanabe story arc fell apart. You didn't get his number. <laughs> step one? Yeah, step yeah. one, it fell apart. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. So on the, okay, so on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be that. Yeah. yeah. Now I realize how uh, we only get to like 10 questions because, you know, yeah, we, we the banter waste, is just waste incredible. We, we got to take a break, you know? Yeah, that's right. We have lots more questions, including... Instagram questions, also YouTube questions coming up after the break. So, uh, yeah, I've been your host, Will Lou. You're listening to The Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with J.D., Blake, and Ailish. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. back to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. I'm your host, Wayne Lou. I continue to join my producer and co-host, Alex Wong. We're going to give some Friday shout-outs before we get back to answering fan questions. So, Alex, go ahead, man. Yeah, shouts as always to our producer, Derek Brandeo, and also to Jennifer Rolnick, producer Rob, helping us with the YouTube stream. Ryan Fowler, Kyle Craig. By the way, we got to get Matt Devlin back on the show. I want to talk to him about doing the Blue Jays games. I've been yeah, watching I've been a lot of Jays. I've yeah, been enjoying it. It's, it's been yeah. really fun. Yeah. Uh, Dan Toman, Greg Sansoni, Pat Flash, everybody else, everybody supporting mm. us behind the scenes. Thanks to all the guests this week. Blake Murphy, who, by the way, announced today that he's hosting a new Toronto Blue Jays show That's on Fan needed. 590, which is going to be 3 to 5 p.m. every day mm-hmm. starting next Monday. Yep. Jays Talk Plus. You can go to look up Jay's Talk wherever you get your podcast to subscribe to that if you want to consume it. Yeah, of course. As a podcast, but 3 to 5 p.m. So, like, you know, whenever we're done our show, um, I mean, you, I'm occasionally here, you'll (laughs) run into, we'll run into Blake Murphy. Yeah. We'll run into Blake Murphy. I'm excited for Blake because now he gets to uh, live in, like, regular civilian hours rather than demon hours exclusively. No, true demon hours, the the morning show. How long do you think you could last working 6 to 10 a.m.? Uh, zero days. Yeah, oh, okay. I would have yeah, just enough. left. Yeah, yeah. No, shout, yeah. shouts to you're right. Actually, shouts to JD and Alish and and you know everybody else working the mornings. Yeah, of course. Working mornings is tough, man. I respect what, they're grinding tremendously. You know, every time they try to book me for the morning, I'm like, you know, my role yeah. is eight a.m. earliest. Yeah, and they always call me at eight. Damn. But like, yeah, no, I, I salute. Uh, it no, is. I, I'm really happy for Blake though. Like, this is a this is a great opportunity. I know Blake. Here's the thing: people don't know this. Blake Murphy on Twitter at Blake ODC. Mm-hmm. People are always like, "What?" I mean, I don't know. People don't even care what the ODC is. Right. ODC stands for On Deck Circle. Right. This is like it way was back. his own personal blog. This is way back. Ten years ago, probably more than ten years ago, honestly. Yeah. And yeah, Blake wrote about everything, bro. This guy was on Fangraphs. You know Fangraphs? Yeah, I'm aware of Fangraphs. Yeah. Fangraphs is like probably the most nerdy basketball or yeah. sports site. Period. You know, I wrote an essay for the Toronto Blue Jays in this year's Baseball Prospectus. Yeah. What? I was asked to Are do you that. serious? Yeah, because I've I've written about the Jays for like the New York Times and these places, oh. like more like oh, okay. cultural right. stories and things like that. But you like, yeah, damn, you're right. You, yeah. We have I a just, reason, we have a resume to be here. I'm not here. You know, I don't like to flex my resume, but you know, I do things. All right. Well, in any case, though, no, Blake is super knowledgeable about everything. No, this will you be know, fun. He also just dropped his uh, 
Raptors cap primer. I, I know it's a heavily anticipated piece. I saw piece. that. I saw, yeah, I read yeah, that. Yeah, I read right. that. I read yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, if people for people who wanted to get the early exclusive, we had it on our show. We essentially yeah. did it. That's why you talked to the Raptors show. On especially Blake in the Tuesdays, Two Tuesdays ago now. But seriously, yeah. no. Congrats to Blake. It's going to be a great show. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, make sure you subscribe and it'll be fun. You know, I think we should just like stay in the studio and not leave, you know, on certain days yeah, no, and just do just the first five minutes with him. And then he'll be like, so what yeah. do you guys think about uh, um, Lourdes Gurriel? <laughs> yeah, and you'll be like, yeah, Jesse Litch is my favorite pitcher growing up. I don't know why no, he always say that. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, Vivek Jacob, Joe Wolfon, mm-hmm. Amy Audibert coming in studio, yep. Savannah Hamilton. And a happy Asian Heritage Month, you know, I was biking to work today and like, I don't know, I don't mean to sound like rude, but I was just like, damn, it's still Asian Heritage Month? Like, this, oh, I thought it's you been be a like long someone, month. I thought you were going to someone like yell like, hey. <laughs> no, 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 that was the other day. Uh, but uh, like, yeah. no, no, but like, um, yeah, man, this has been a long month. Like, it, we're still in Asian Heritage Month. Yeah, I have been like, I think this is probably the most Asian version of Asian Heritage Month I've ever lived in my life. But, okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's been great, man. Yeah. Shout- really enjoying all the new opportunities available to me suddenly. Yeah. For this month and this month only. Yeah, so. shout out to Elaine Gonna, uh, I'm gonna turn back into a pumpkin uh, starting July or June first, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's okay. No, I really appreciate. It. I was pitching a story, you know, about that pickup basketball game, which yeah. which is like Asian themed, and uh, you know, the editor for the story was like, "Hey, we don't need to run this during Asian Heritage Month, just just to let you know, like we can do it any other month." And um, you know, honestly, even small things like that, I do appreciate because there was one time, you know, uh, an editor here locally like reached out to me, and we went to grab lunch, didn't know each other. And he, like, wanted to hear story ideas. And, like, 15 minutes in, I realized he only wanted Asian stories. He's like, yeah, we really need more coverage of Markham. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Can't wait to report back. Oh, man. And, you know, expose this on air. Expose them, man. Come on, tell us names. No, I'm... uh, Oh, man. You know, I mean, you know, to be fair, though, for people who are their real... Their names are. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I need to know. Salute to Derek, man. Oh, man. No, Derek has every single thing we've ever Shows said. Shout to Derek Brandale, man. Damn. If we ever missed one episode, I'm pretty sure Derek can just press like 25 different <laughs> buttons and just recreate an hour yeah, of Yeah, Derek, content. can you look into that? I would love that. Yeah, that's a More lot of work. Days. But no, I was, I was going to say, like, for people who are true diehard fans who know what the Defeated podcast is. Yes. I used to, the first time you and I ever podcast together was on my own personal podcast yes. all, all along with some friends Yes, called the Defeated Podcast. And yeah. we had a whole series where I only ever had you on as the Asian correspondent. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. But this is all I'm saying is like, it's okay when we... It's okay we, when we do it? <laughs> okay, all right. Yo, we it's get true, to be it's Asian. True, it's true, it's true, people, it's don't get to, people don't get to profit or, you know, get props off us being Asian. Yeah, I agree. That's a big that, difference. That's the part that annoys me. Yeah, and I, love, and I love for just more like you know, good constructive conversations mm-hmm. yeah. about, like I joke about this meeting. I mean, it happened, but it's like, we run across a lot of these things, right? Yeah. We run across a lot of these things. And like, it's, 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 it's sad sometimes because I feel like we're like desensitized to it in a way. Cause like we deal with it so much, like we deal with it so much that mm-hmm. like, we, we just don't get angry about it anymore. But anyways, you know, let's get back to basketball. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing an undersized Hongqing hat on my head. So yeah, yeah. About as Asian yeah. as I can get. Really. And I did transfer the money that we raised from our live event to Asian Gold Ribbon yesterday. That's so right. we raised nearly two thousand dollars. Nice. So that was amazing. Nice. And uh, you know, we might be working on some. Uh, anyways, right. I won't we'll, talk about we'll this. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this. Back to basketball. Questions. We're gonna do. We, let, let's let's speed through these a little yeah, bit so we quick. can like we can like get to uh, a lot of them. So this next one is about. Justin Champagny, the question is, do you see Champagny having a role in this team similar to what Grant Williams is doing with the Boston Celtics? I think the big difference 
Is well, that Justin Champagne's better than Grant Williams? Grant Williams is just much bigger and stronger. Like that man is built like a tank. Yeah. Um, Complains a lot. Like he's a star player. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's he's quite annoying. But I, I, I like Justin a lot. I think it's probably closer to what you would traditionally see as a three and D guy. Um, but yeah, we know he can get on the glass. We know he's improved a lot at the three point level, um, at least at the G League level. Seriously, like go watch some of his G League highlights. This guy was splashing threes. And I know he didn't get his contract converted. I'm sure he's probably a little bit disappointed from that. But um, no, I think he's. I think he has a future role with the team next year. Like I think Nick even likes him as well. He tried him in the rotation, right? And yeah, so I'm 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 I, I'm pretty excited for Justin to get a bench role. It, realistically, it'd probably be the Utah bench role because mm. Utah's probably moving on. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind. Yeah, a sidewalk. Just like with Utah, if you can hit a three, he he can stay. If you can hit a three, you can make this Raptors yeah. roster uh, in training camp. Jalen Harris. Um, yeah. But like uh, a friend of the program, Assad, you know, slander expert, also wanted to know that if Utah does move on yeah. from uh, Toronto, like what do you think we're gonna miss more? Like you know, this Utah will Lou, will they get Raman's story arc or missing not having Takashi on the zooms anymore because Takashi provides so much joy and and entertainment. And just great reporting covering Utah. Will people miss your filler story arc more, or will they miss Takashi more? I think they'll miss Takashi more. I, I think, think so Nick too. Nick really liked talking to Takashi. Yeah, and Takashi I truly is believe, just good energy. I truly man. believe that if Canada had overcome uh, Czech Republic in the uh, Olympic qualifying tournament uh, last summer, yes. um, that Nick would have gotten that coffee with Takashi. Yeah, that would have been epic. That was the that's the original like. That's the original. That's the, a that's the original line. filler story. Well, our, me and Utah was like at least at most a B story. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the A story. You were off retrieving. You were off retrieving one of the Dragon Balls that don't matter. Oh, we should get ramen, the three of us. And Takashi was out there fighting Frieza. Try, remember, see how see how, see how much of a good friend I am. I try to include you in that. That three of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just wanted to be you and him. Okay. Uh, anyways, all right. Next, can, next question. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it one minute. One minute speed round. Can Nick Nurse's long and switchy defense truly work? with an undersized point guard like Fred Van Fleet, or should we dive in and have Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes handle point and shop Fred Van Fleet in the open market as painful as that would be? Um, you know, that's actually, that's actually an interesting question. So I, you know, the funny thing is Fred might be the most impactful defender on the team. Like, at least half the time, I think Fred is the most impactful defender on the team. Mm-hmm. When he's healthy, generates a lot of turnovers. Um Turnovers are tremendously valuable, especially live ball turnovers, especially the way the Raptors want to play. Um, Fred Van Vliet is rice. <laughs> He's actually okay. rice, yeah. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. When the game's when, when the game slows down, when the game slows down, I don't know. Like, I actually, I don't know. In a playoff setting, like, there, it would be like, okay, let's say you played Luka in the playoff setting. I mean, this is literally only happened in the finals. But whatever. Let's say you played Luka in the playoff setting. You know how Luka wants to play, right? He's going to try to get his mismatch, attack the mismatch, he's going to be looking for Fred in a way that he wouldn't look for Pascal. He wouldn't look for OG. He wouldn't look for Scotty. Um, but so that doesn't I mean that Fred's unplayable in no, those no, scenarios. No, no, not at all. I just think that, like, yeah, in a playoff setting, it's probably a little more hard. I think in the regular season, Fred is tremendously impactful. I mean, he was he got the most all-defensive votes on the Raptors, and I think he absolutely deserved it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question, though. That's hard. To, that's hard for me to answer. Yeah, I would. I would say um, to me is not a Fred Van Vliet problem. To me is still a, the rest of the roster has to be a better roster around him. Yeah. Problem, 
And maybe when there's a better roster and, you know, if we still have these issues with Fred, like you said, in these playoff settings, mm-hmm. et cetera, then we can talk about also, it. Also, Fred had a great first half of the season. I honestly feel like people just forgot yes, about that. Yes, of course people forget about that. People have Like, what's going on? Yeah, people have the size of brains that fit into this hat. Um, but Not the person who asked this question. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people who underappreciate Fred. I think what's the thing with Fred, too, is just like, okay, so let's say you do have a small guard on the team. Do you have to make up for it with having a big center? You know what I'm saying? Like, to almost like... Let, let's say you want everyone to be 6'8". So yeah. Fred is, now that he is only 6'1", you need someone, you need to make up seven more inches of height somewhere else. So you need like a 7'2 guy <laughs> so somewhere. So he's just, he's just like averaging yeah, the yeah. overall. No, but you know what I mean? Like, okay, mm-hmm. so let, Yeah, we, no, I hear you. I don't know. I hear you. I don't yeah, know. To, to be continued next week with Blake Murphy. This is a very good question. Though. Aside from Scotty Barnes, is there anyone on the Raptors that you consider to be untouchable? My, my answer is no. Yeah, probably no. Yeah, untouch- untouchable. Un- untouchable is like like... Like another level, right? Like, are yeah. you gonna trade Pascal? Are you no, gonna really trade, not. you know, Fred or even, you know, maybe throw OG in there? Even Precious right now, the way he's developing, no. But like, the right deal comes along. I mean, Masai's not saying no. Yeah, I agree. right. I agree. Um, let's see what else. Why? Uh, why does everybody hate Rudy Gobert? <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, the thing is, if he's from front of the program, Chris One, Black, he did the microphone thing. Yeah, I think his personality—he's just lame. Like it's just personality. He's got a lame personality. Three, yeah. I think um, players are resentful of players who are great that are only great because of maybe their physical attributes in a way. Okay. Because like he's, he's got the size base, and the thing. height. You're like, I'm not saying he doesn't have any. Like, he clearly is able to read the read the offense, do a really good job of playing defense. His timing is good. Doesn't foul a lot. But, like, we also know why he's good. You know, I think I think for players, are probably a little more resentful of that. And I think the other part of that is this is probably a bigger issue to, to discuss. But my general sense is that there's like a fairly, there's a fair amount of like not xenophobia. I think that that makes it sound so much more deep, like worse than it sure. is. Sure, people just like I think Americans really feel a, an ownership over the sport of basketball, so that they almost naturally feel reluctance towards anybody else coming in from different countries who are going to share that spotlight with basketball. I th- I think it takes them I a think very really long time for people to accept, I guess for American fans and even other American players, to accept a foreign star getting that level of shine. Because basketball traditionally has been so heavily rooted in American players, American talent, the dream team, all this other stuff. No, I, I yeah. think that's a really good point. I think it's also like weighing like how much a player likes to talk about or complain about like how he's not recognized or like, you know, all-star selections, all NBA selections yeah. versus what you've actually accomplished with your team. And sure. for me, Rudy Gobert just hasn't, he hasn't gone out of the second round. Yeah. Also, he touched all those microphones right before. Yes, COVID that started. too. Speaking of not getting out of the second round. Why do you do that, bro? I put Joel Embiid <laughs> in that category as well. Um, well, let's speed through some of these yep. real quick. Uh, Instagram you know, questions. Yeah, Instagram questions. Has, has Toronto's fan base worsened over the past few years since the championship? What does that mean, though? Um, I think there's just, like, maybe more extreme conversations that take place now. But I don't think it's because of the bro, championship. You were, if you think that, you are not around in the Raptors forum era. Yeah, I'm yeah. just telling you right now. <laughs> I will say the only thing is just that there's more new fans. Uh, and, I, and I don't think all the new fans contribute to, like, the extreme conversations about trading Pascal, you know, after one bad series or something like that. I think fans expect way more now than they ever did before. I think that is uh, yeah. That I, don't, is I don't know if that's correct. Though. I think that's fine. That's a fine mentality. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Cup pick for this year? 
<laughs> Deer in the headlights oh look from Will Lou. Shouts to Nazim Kadri, Colorado yeah, Avalanche. So, so Let's go. Great um, Battle of Alberta. Edmonton, you know Calgary, let great me see, series. Let me see Edmonton win it all, man. I want yeah, Connor McDavid is no, pretty good. No this Canadian team, thing, yeah. no Canadian team has won since like Montreal '93, I think. Sure, yeah. Was, you know the Leafs. Yeah, the that. Leafs certainly haven't helped in that regard. All right. Well, in any case, yeah. Let's go for Edmonton. I'm, so I, I do support the Canadian teams when, okay, whenever possible. Yeah. Let's do it. If you could pull off one dunk in the dunk contest, which one would you do? Like what I could realistically do? No, or no, like no. Let's I just could, say you just like, got the superpowers. Yeah. The Vince Carter arm through the, the through the hoop dunk is mm. is so impressive to me, man. Yeah, I, I mean, like, okay, so you were there. Well, not you were like you don't you weren't in <laughs> Oakland two thousand. I but watched like, it. You yes. watched it live when when he did that because that was just like what second dunk. Yep. First off, had you ever seen a dunk like that before? No, you know the Vince Carter dunk contest was one of those things where like I had to like watch the replay like that night or whatever it was to really appreciate every dunk because yeah. in the moment like you just. I, cu I couldn't believe all the stuff that he was doing. Yeah. Like, even the one where he's just, like, he had his whole arm in the rim. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Like, I've like, never seen like, anyone what, do like, that before. Physically, I didn't yeah. know that was possible. But, but in the moment, you watch it, and you're like, oh, like, what just happened? Because you're really not sure. Yeah. Like, you have no idea what he just did. Well, and he, it, leading up to the dunk, yeah. he's, like, rubbing his, right. his elbow. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? Yeah. It's actually not that crazy impressive when you watch it the first go. Because you don't know what just happened. You have to see it on the replay. Yeah. To really that, appreciate. Like, that's all an incredible dunk. So that's the one that. you would do? Okay. Yeah, I, I would put iconic. on a, a Superman cape and <laughs> dunk over a Kia. <laughs> and, <is> so <laughs> I would combine a bunch of these, like the Blake Griffin one over the Kia. And I'd be like, yeah, can I take this car home? Yeah, you would do a prop dunk. Because I don't, you know, I don't want to drive this 2001 Honda Civic. You want to blow out a cupcake on the way? Yeah, yeah. I'll do that as well. Okay. Right. Um, what should the Leafs do about their blue line uh, from Alish Forfar? You know, uh, Mark Giordano took a nice hometown discount, so I think we're all set. Isn't uh, that man 40? And, you know, it doesn't matter, man. This guy won the Norris Trophy like three years ago. How do I know this much? Um, people really want what the continuation that? of Will Lose Top 75 Animals. Like, we'll, we'll see the next episode. Are you okay to to bring back the 75 Animals? Yes, yes, I get yeah, yeah, pressed man. about this next, every next, week. Next, next week. Next week. Okay, we're next out of time week. this week. Okay. Otherwise, you, yeah, you say week. this all the time. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, shout to Shanda in Newfoundland who's been pressing us about this, so it'll happen. Um how would you and Will describe your personal style? Is it less sporty <laughs> when you're not on air? A wrong day to ask this question, you know, hey, Will. Listen, you got the Scotty Barnes Will's a free for all. Two, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty so. chill, man. I just wear vintage and stuff. I wear shorts and slides all day. Yeah, my style um, is whatever free stuff chill. they give me. I don't really have style. I just go on my IG Explore page, you know, see what people are wearing, yeah. see what 20-year-olds are wearing. discount page. Yeah, all of that stuff. H&M, um, close to the office. Top here. three things about having generational wealth. Not going to get into that right now. Come on, man. Nah, you told me. Yeah, you told me a lot of wild stories over the weekend. I respect you, man. Even though you come from generational wealth, I respect you still. Because <laughs> you know what? If you come from generational wealth and you end up as humble as Alex, and I, I know that's a joke because, like, you are generally not as like you. You come across as with more hubris, but you yeah. truly are a humble person, um, yeah. and you are extremely hardworking. As much as I like to joke about you, yeah, well, that's yeah. not a joke. You don't, were only here twice a week, but like, no, I don't, don't, I don't no, you're on the, the you're on the Kyrie thing. schedule, bro. You're on Kyrie plus Kawhi's load management, but like, yeah. You actually work incredibly hard, and for someone who doesn't need to at all, I respect that a lot. Yeah, so. why do I do it? Um, yeah. You're yeah. like LeBron becoming this good. LeBron could have just chilled and been yeah. like, probably would have made $100 million just like not even working on his skill set, but he still chose to become the best player of all time, potentially. Yeah, that's crazy. Even uh, with all that gift, you know? So, yeah, you're, the, you're, you're literally Stephen LeBron. What right. was the best Will Lou fit of the season? I got I got this one. Um, uh, aside <laughs> oh, no, from today. Man. No, no, no. You know what? It was at the uh, live It was at the live event when uh, you had a soccer jersey on, and then you put a basketball Raptors jersey over the yeah. soccer jersey. So you were jersey 
on jersey. I thought you were going to say when I lost my war hat in front of you. Oh, yes. Yes. You really look like a Cadbury egg that time. I'm a, do I have permission to release that photo, by the way? Yeah, you, already did, you already did it once. No, I did it in like group chats. It, it, no, it hasn't did. been it hasn't been on Twitter. Yeah, you put it on a timeline. I'm telling you, you did. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's probably the one time you made fun of me being old and it actually hurt. Oh, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, I can't help it anymore. I have yeah. to do this. Um, I think um what else do we have, man? Who who does Will want to play ultimate frisbee with on the Raptors team? Ooh, that's a great question. Apparently, you're about. like a great, you know. Shall so, Jane draw the north for this question? Yeah, so uh I play handler. So handler. What? Handler is the guy who's usually like the quarterback, essentially. Okay. Right. Um, you can have multiple handlers too. Yeah. But like I, I don't want to run that much, so I'm, I'm mostly gonna handle. Got a really good flick. Um, mm? it's whatever, man. Okay. Anyway, um, who do I want to play ultimate with? Honestly, Delano. Like, everybody on the Delano? team, like you don't understand, all basketball players are geared towards playing ultimate. Right. Because they're long, they're lanky. You're pretty much just gonna throw this to them, and they're gonna have to use their pace and, yeah. and jump. Yeah. All ultimate, all all basketball players would be great at ultimate. I would say out of the team, though, probably Pascal. That guy runs all day and never gets tired, and that's one of the keys to being playing ultimate. So okay, go with Pascal. Yeah. Thirty seconds just to wrap up, you know, because Asian Heritage Month. What's your all-time starting five of dim sum items? Oh my god, hot siumai, chicken feet, beef yeah. tripe, curry fish balls. I, I I wouldn't go with two of those. I'm gonna go with the sticky rice and the lotus leaf. Oh okay. Uh, instead of yeah, that. they should have served that in the calf for you back in the day. Imagine uh, if they had dim sum in the calf. Yeah, and then you know. Yeah. Chashaw ball, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. That's a that, that's a question for uh Joseph Cacharo. But anyways. Oh, he really would be the expert yeah. on so this. So nice seeing you once this week. All right, Alex. I will see you on Monday after another two deserved days off <laughs> for you. We'll probably discuss the result of the Champions League final. Oh, let's go, Real Madrid. Oh, that's disgusting, man. All right, man. Um thanks everyone for listening. Kareem Benzema. To the Raptor Show versus Van Dyke. On Sportsnet 590, the fan. Make sure you find the Raptor Show wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. And please rate and review our show. Reminder, we're streaming live on Sportsnet's uh, YouTube channel and also on Sportsnet 360, Monday to Friday between 2 and 3 p.m. Thanks again to my producer and co-host Alex Wong, for our producer Derek Vandale and Jennifer Rollins. Thank you for helping us with the YouTube stream. I will talk to you next week.